0: Sell me your car today. This is Clay Edwards, and I want to buy your car, truck, or SUV today. Are you tired of dealing with all the marketplace maniacs and the Craigslist crazies? I hear nightmare stories every day about counterfeit checks for vehicles here in central Mississippi. Did you know if you get ripped off with a counterfeit check, your insurance company will not cover you? Let me make you a fair market value offer for your vehicle today. Contact me today at claybuyscars.com. That's claybuyscars.com. All right, you tuned in live. It's the free-range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. It is a first day of time change. The clocks fell back an hour yesterday. I need to change the one here in the studio as well as on my oven at the house and my car and wherever else that didn't automatically change other than my phone, I guess. So much for an extra hour of sleep. I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning. (laughs) But it was nice, man. I laid there and got to just uh, sit at my desk and actually drink my whole cup of coffee without rushing to get out the door. We'll see if this this new and improved wake-up-earlier clay is still around tomorrow. All right, here in the studio with me, Day before election, guys, you got to get out and vote tomorrow. We've got Madison County Board of Supervisor candidate District Four David Bishop and District Five candidate Chip Matthews here in the studio, guys. What's going on? Good morning.
1: Good morning, Clay. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, man, glad to have y'all. Y'all been a y'all become part of the WYAB family over the yes, last month.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, every day I'm walking in. Yeah. Uh, I need to get on payroll. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to get on payroll somewhere else. So. Uh, if you'll get out and vote tomorrow, because the absentee voting is over now, it was strong. I'm going to have the actual numbers later on this morning to look at, and I will post what I know. But uh, at Fairview, where the uh, conservative vote is, they've been suppressing the vote. Uh, and I, it just hit me yesterday, so I ran out there and took pictures of how dark it will be at 5 o'clock when you get out there. So we got to get 412 people through the polls every hour. For twelve hour, for seven from seven a.m. to seven p.m., and then for two hours you're gonna be standing in the dark.
0: Is it even possible to get to get four hundred twelve people through the poles every hour out there? I mean, is it logistically
2: there. logistically there? No, because there's only twenty or thirty parking spaces.
0: Yeah, and then what? Well, that's a two. That's on uh,
2: a two lane road with ditches on both sides. Yingling, no, not Yingling. Uh, Old Yingling. Oh, so no cam. Yeah, Yingling is what you'll need while you're sitting in line. <laughs> what's the, what's the <laughs> name?
0: What's the name of that road? Uh, that, that, uh, that Yandel. Yandel. Thank you, <laughs> Yingling Yandel. <laughs> same all the same. <laughs> you'll drink either one, either or, <laughs> either or. Well, I know there's a lot of business owners up through that way, man, that I've spoken to who they, they, they say if if District Five doesn't make a change that they may be leaving.
2: I can see that, and and you know, and it, that's the way with the whole county. The county is important, and four and five are the keys to correcting the county. So you got to you got to get on vote. The two people that are in office have been there thirty years or more, and uh, we got to get out the vote and get that changed. David,
0: you're going at it again for district four. David Bishop here.
2: You
1: know, uh, I try to tell everybody every day, and we've been out walking the streets for for two months now. It's time tomorrow which is going to be the time for all these things that you, everybody's concerned about. If you want to make a difference, like everyone says, you have to go to the polls. Uh, I can, like uh, Chip said, we got we've got to change the dynamics of Madison County. We really do. Uh, District four and District five they can't uh, they can't keep up with the rest of the county. Uh, Madison County is one of the fastest growing counties in the state of Mississippi, and the rural areas of uh, Madison County, which is District 4 and 5, they're having the, the growth, but they don't have the infrastructure to support it.
0: But see, it seems ripe for growth. I mean, frankly, it seems the only way to grow in Madison County it, at it, this it, point. It, it,
2: it is. is. And and then all the jobs are sitting right up there in Canton at that mega site, and more jobs coming in. Is that where the Amazon is? Is, yeah, that, Am- is that in Canton? Amazon, i had yes. actually been out there. Too they always so. say it's in Madison County, but yeah. it's in Canton. Along with uh, got, what,
1: you got Clark Beverage coming in up there, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. That's you big. Got all That's Coca Cola.
2: Yeah. You got two pot growing places up there. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that, that being said, that mega
1: the, the mega site started uh, when I was in office the first time, uh, and uh, the director of the of uh, uh, the uh, county De- uh, De- uh, development authority, mm-hmm. uh, they were doing a good job out there. Uh, they were looking for the future. And that, that the future being is now you've got more homes coming in, just like on Yandale Road. Right. Uh, you've got a lot of more homes in the southwest, I mean the northwest part of Madison County, like around Florida. But we have to have the infrastructure for all that. Uh, you don't want to build it and then not be able to support it.
0: You know, I grew up out in South Jackson, Byram, that area. They built, a on a smaller scale, a big industrial park out there. Would you call It would have been a mega site at the time right. uh, for that area, and nothing ever went out there. It, we used to just go back there and party and stuff down the little dead-end roads and all that. And it's well, we still had like that,
2: that today. We had that at one time here in Madison County. So you see what
0: good leadership can do versus Very, bad. Yes, that's true. But you
2: got that, and you got Nissan, and you've got all these people coming this way to go to work. Look at the other day when they were coming home from work. Some were coming home, some were going to work, and you, the interstate catches on fire. Well, 51 should be already four or five lanes coming into Canton already. You would have an alternate route to get people to work. You're you're shutting down these factories and, and everything when you can't get people here. And, I mean, you, the roads don't exist north of uh, Gladstadt. They just don't exist, the roads that we need to get people back and forth. Too many two-lane highways. Exactly. And bump and, and then roads that are barely paved. I mean, you go down Yandel Road, there are spaces there that – that I would say were safety concerns and need to be fixed immediately under some kind of emergency act.
0: There's, uh, there's roads out in that way that look like they belong in Jackson. Uh, well, they there's, probably, too, there's too much money in them rooftops out there oh, yes. to have to drive down them
1: roads. That's correct. Well, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's almost, uh, I hate to say it, it's embarrassing. I'll tell you why, because Madison County, to me, of course, is the greatest county in the state. And we have... First of all, inferior leadership by the Democrats, which they look at look at Canton by itself. It's done nothing in 30, 40 years, but everything around it is growing. There's a reason for that, because it's strictly leadership. And then when you have a county like Madison County, you should have great infrastructure. But we got roads out here I'm ashamed to even look at, it, because they have not been taken care of, and the people in... In uh, in the dist- in the uh, county that are Democrats, why are they not fixing these roads? And this is the rural area, and in the city of Canton,
2: Democrats don't spend now, money on infrastructure. I will tell you this though: you can ride up to Camden, <laughs> right there on the line, and all those roads around Paul Griffin's house have nice road beds, <laughs> big giant roads with wow. no potholes. I was up there yesterday campaigning. And of course, you have the uh, S- S- Sulfur Springs debacle, which yeah. I guess we'll all bring up to the end of time because that's that's basically the money that needed to go toward Yandel Road. But well, yeah, pitch. like I
0: said, one of the commenters on on our YouTube upload of our show said, "I like that Lake at Sulfur Springs. I live by it." And well, of course, of course, well, you do. I, yes, <laughs> all twelve of you.
1: Yes yeah you've got your own personal seven million dollar park yeah. <laughs> basically because there's not enough population up there to support that park and everybody knows that uh, but it's there now and now the, the county has to maintain it
2: now what if now just think about we were talking off air but earlier now what if you'd taken that money and gone to Glutstadt Sauer Road somewhere in their area and built a um, a theater like uh, like when I'm like uh, Right mm-hmm. in the middle. Take that same money. That would generate money. And it would be, and it would, and it, it, when you have a culture in your area, it's supposed to, it allegedly improves the environment of all the people around us. Yeah. And plus, there's no place, you don't, nobody wants to go downtown to Jackson to go to that, really. No.
0: So, no, there is, there, there, that's the one thing I think Madison County is really missing is a live live music live live event space
2: well see i think we're missing situation i think we're missing that i also think we're missing out on the soccer fields and all of that that we need to have here that uh you see like in brandon i mean look at look at shiloh park i mean that is yeah brandon
0: <laughs> brandon has invested into the youth sports stuff and, and they reap the benefits f- Uh, I mean, they they run it. They run, I believe, it like a net loss. But what the what they bring, quality of life, and all that. Those tournaments. I mean, we were out walking there around there yesterday. There was a big tournament over there at the baseball, softball field, whatever they are.
2: But look at the dollars it generates. It Mm -hmm. you know it it pays off. If you got the hotels and restaurants, if they're all full, Madison's got them. And then you got the houses. I mean, come on, you're you're winning with that. You win.
1: You can. uh, And I've talked to uh, a lot of students. I can Ole Miss, uh, the younger people. Uh, and when they graduate from college, uh, where do they move to? They come to Madison County, and there's, for that age group, there's not a whole lot for them to be doing in Madison County. You know, like you said, the, 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 the venues for entertainment, uh, the, profi- the performing arts of those things, they're not here in Madison County, which they need to be here in Madison County. And to do that, you've got to have the leadership to bring it in. Because, like you said, when you bring in those things, you bring in, then you bring in restaurants and hotels. The backbone of America, you've got the small business government here supporting it. Yep. And that's what we're missing in Madison County, only because we don't have a complete Board of Supervisors supporting the whole county and
2: the cities. And the reality is Canton should look like Oxford, Mississippi. And, by the way, thanks for the win this past weekend, old Miss. I loved that win. <laughs> Beat Georgia.
1: <laughs> but, you know, says, uh, I've always said, that Canton is a, is a diamond in the rough, but as long as you have the Democratic leadership, it'll always be in the rough. Yes.
2: Yeah,
0: we, we were talking yesterday, I, I keep I keep going back to this, we were walking around where they're going to be doing the Magic of Lights Christmas tour out at the amphitheater, those trails and all that. Yesterday, they all got it all set up and stuff, and we got to talk about the Canton City of Lights. Right. And I said, you know, frankly, with that Democrat leadership, I, I'm in, I'm shocked that they have managed to still be able to have the city of lights uh, there so they pro- can even keep the lights on there's a
2: problem with it every year but uh the canton tourism is a separate engine from the city of canton and it is funded by the two percent tax and the as many times as they have tried to get a hold of that two cents they legally cannot touch that two cents I'm just fighting so, mad over so that it. keeps them off so i, I think about the one cent that jackson has for roads to go Canton does a whole lot off of two cents, and I mean, I when when the steakhouse I used to have on the square, in those thirty days we did as much as we did all year. I mean, it's it, it's it's phenomenal what they do, and so the good things at Canton are good, but the bad things are awful.
0: Let's take a break on that. This is the Clay Edwards Show with David Bishop. He's running for Madison County Supervisor District Four, and Chip Matthews. He's running for Madison County Supervisor District. Five, Get out and vote tomorrow. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We've got David Bishop. He's running for Madison County Supervisor, District 4. we got Chip Matthews. He's running for Madison County, District 5, Supervisor. The election is tomorrow, guys. Get out and vote. These local elections mean more than any presidential election or anything right now. These local elections are where it matters. These guys are running against Democrats. Y'all know we got to get Democrats out of office every opportunity we get. I can't think of a, for no other reason, to vote for, if if for no other reason, than to, you got to get the Democrats out. Why is a Democrat? Why do we have two Democrats in Madison County? Madison County? Come on, man. David, you've been district, you've been a supervisor before. What are some of the things you,
2: uh, as a Republican,
0: as a Republican, <laughs> what what are some of the th- what are some of the lessons learned from from then to now that you would like to okay. to to, to, to com- things you could do again or maybe redo?
1: I uh, uh, the biggest thing I found out because when I won back in 2015 is I found out you know everybody talks about the status quo that you don't want to upset the apple cart. Uh, well, that's what, kind of what I do. <laughs> cause I believe in working for the people. Uh, cause that's who the by boss is. But during my time, I found out that, you know, the important parts of Madison County, which is, you know, we brought, uh, you know, your first responders. When we, when I was in the first time, we had, we built, uh, two brand new fire departments. One over by Lake Lorman and one over in Gluckstadt. Uh, we've actually brought back, uh, the, uh, Reunion Parkway which was dropped many years ago because somebody lost the money or lost stole the money or whatever, we brought that back to the forefront. Uh, that, and that uh, overpass is going to bring people from all the way from 463 all the way up to Highway 51 and pass over Interstate 55. It was, it, we're improving the infrastructure. We're improving traffic flow. Is what we started back when I was in office, and I will continue to do that when I get back in office again. Those being said, you, I'm pro-growth. I am pro-growth for small businesses, but I'm also pro-growth under the right conditions. You know, you have growth as you have infrastructure. They work hand-in-hand. You can't do one without the other. And that's a balance that I will maintain to do when I get back in there. Also, a tax dollars accountability. Where is your money going? Every year that we were in there, of course, we voted and kept a balanced budget in Madison County. And now that budget's quite a bit larger. And the point being that it's larger now, we need to use those extra tax dollars that we're getting to support the growth that's made those tax dollars here. And that, that balance we have to do, and that's not being done right now. Uh, and pro, like I am pro-growth, and I'm a strong believer in the, our, our first responders, You know, our fire departments, our, our, our sheriff's departments, our police departments. And we have to, we have to continue to work with our cities. Because our cities depend on the county also, some of their roads, inner-city roads. So we have to work with them. And I'm talking about all, this, all the cities, including the new city of Gluckstadt. Uh, there's a lot There's a lot we can do. There's a lot we have done. But we cannot do it if we do not have the leadership to do it. And I will continue to do that when I get in office. I will make sure that we'll have it. That, and I believe in uh, equal distribution of tax dollars. And what I mean by that is, if you live out in the rural county of Madison, you pay taxes like everybody else does. So you deserve... You know your your roads to be fixed or maintained. Now that being said, there's a lot more population in Southern Southern Madison County. I Understand that, and there's more tax dollars coming from there. But in the past, before I got in the first time, that wasn't equal. They weren't the people out in, the, out, in out in the county weren't getting their part of it. And I will I, that's I will maintain that. I will keep fighting for that. I fought for for four years. And I'll fight for for another four years.
0: Let me, let me read this from, from you. This is on WLBT. I want to make sure we hit this. It says, <clears throat> says Bishop also points to the fact that Banks lives in Lake Caroline, but his portion of the neighborhood was not moved out of the district. He, he, and Banks says, I'm the supervisor of District 4. You certainly do not want to cut the incumbent supervisor out of his own district, Banks said. Banks argues that had Bishop been in office when the new lines were adopted, Bishop would likely have drawn the lines to ensure his re-election too. Redistricting is done as it is normally done. Republicans redistrict and they favor Republicans. Democrats redistrict and they're going to favor Democrats. He said, "Sounds like sour grapes, doesn't it?"
2: It's called gerrymandering.
1: Well, I'll tell you (laughs) what. You know, he said I would have done the same thing. And my question is, I won the first time. Why would I? Why would I want to change it?
2: Yeah, (laughs) he took seven hundred votes out of uh, Lake Carolina out of the David Bishop's.
1: You can call it. He can call it what he wants. you know, he eliminated the threat. He, yes. Well, that's what he did. And he knew, I mean, I guarantee you, he knew that if he had left it like it was, he wouldn't have had a chance. But I won back then. Why would I change something I already won That doesn't even make sense. So sour grapes is not part of this deal. It's called equality, yeah. doing the right thing. When you take out a whole uh, a voting precinct like Lake Caroline, but keep... Two hundred people in it, and one. But you got the line around your little street. That's just showing you he wants to get rid of the people that don't vote for him, which, but, let Caroline. But he
0: wants to live with them.
1: But he wants to live with them. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, we, mean, we had some, we had some, some churches in Jackson like that with HB ten twenty. <laughs> a certain state representative who also has a church wasn't for HB ten twenty, but he wanted to make sure his church was in it, right in in the CCID. <laughs> but but, sure. but I can't publicly vote for it because you know police well, yeah,
1: be bad redistricting. And what he's saying is, he's telling you that the redistricting is not about the district, it's about him. Yep. But see, it's not about you, it's about the The people. people. Yeah, I think he's had had a mouthful right here. So what he's done is, he's admitted that I don't care about the people, I care about me. And if David was in there, he'd probably done the same thing. Well, first of all, he can't think for me. But that's what he's telling everybody. You're not important, I am. Well, that's wrong. So he can call it whatever he wants. But you can look on the map. This is not rocket science. This guy is just a, he's just a, uh, he wants to keep the power. He wants to keep the money. And he wants to say that I would have done the same thing because he's doing it. Well, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do what's right for the people. And he did not. Matter of fact, I think it was in that article where usually the protocol for redistricting is usually done through the supervisors. And the Madison County Economic Development Authority, Makeda.
0: Yeah, this one says, Board of Supervisors approved new district boundaries in 2022 based on data from the 2020 census. The lines are drawn up to help cons- with help from a consultant from Butler Snow Law Firm. Data was provided by the Central Mississippi Planning and Development yeah. Authority. So, well, see,
1: that's what I'm saying. When they brought in Butler Snow, that was kind of beyond protocol. Usually it's just between the supervisors and the uh, Central Mississippi Planning and Development Authority. Mm-hmm. Got to spend that money. But see, if somehow that they had to, why do they have to go to, Butler Snow.
0: They look. one of the newest hustles that I've learned following Jackson is consulting fees. Consulting well, fees to well, lawyers.
1: We you know they, the county does a lot of work with Butler Snow. It's a good, it's a great firm. Yeah. But you know the supervisors. Why would they decide they need to go there when, it, in the past, it was strictly between the supervisors and uh, CMPDA? You know that doesn't make any sense. There is a reason for it. And when they done those numbers, I think they showed the numbers on there. Uh, how much the change was in District Four, and I think it's like point eight seven percent difference. Yeah, I said. But what that was, that's not 0.87 percent difference in voters. That's point eight seven percent difference in population. Yeah, let me
0: paint this so the listening audience has an idea. In twenty twenty two, the population was twenty one thousand six hundred thirty eight. uh It just says ideal population would be twenty one eight twenty nine.
2: And that's for the precinct. That's yeah. for the, the, the yeah. district. Yeah, the District 4.
1: But see, it's kind of misleading on the number because it said what he took out was actually voters. And what he put in in District 4 were not voters. Yeah, they're, You know, they're not registered to vote. and uh, you know, they It put, could be
0: kids. It could be anybody.
1: It could be anybody. Yeah. So the point is, those numbers are not telling what's really going on. And so everybody says, well, you know, the numbers ain't so bad. You've got a pretty good chance. I said, you're not listening to what's going on. The whole thing is they are not counting voters, registered voters. That's not part of that report you're seeing on WLBT. That's just the total for, the, for them to do the redistricting. And it had, I asked, how did that help Madison County? When he redistricted those those areas, what good did it do for Madison County? What good did it do for those voters he took out of District Four? How did it help them? It didn't. Who did it help? Carl Banks. I like it. Let's and take that's, a break. That's just that's what this is all and he admitted on that on that article.
0: Yeah. I agree. He
1: admitted it. He did. <laughs> it ain't about you, it's about me. <laughs> all
0: right, let's take a break real quick. When we come back, Chip, it's your turn. Okay. We got David Bishop. He's running for District Four. Supervisor. Tomorrow, Madison County. Chip Matthews, running for District 5, supervisor, tomorrow. Go vote, Madison County. Vote for change. David Bishop, Chip Matthews. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're here on 103.9 FM WYAB. We're joined here in the studio this morning by District 4 supervisor candidate in Madison County, David Bishop, and District 5 supervisor candidate, Chip Matthews, right out there in Madison County, I want to make sure we beat that in y'all's heads, Madison County, tomorrow, we get out and vote. We just heard from David during that last segment. Chip, let's hear from you.
2: Gather up your friends to join the party. Yes. <laughs> what up? Uh,
0: so, look, this ain't your first rodeo. No, you, it is you, not. You, you have been an active runner in these, or candidate in these races for the last decade or so. and right. I, I commend you for doing so. It's, at, it's
2: actually quite uh, refreshing to see somebody, Look, you know, lose an election, and not go away. That's right. Uh, and I will not go away no matter what. But this time, due to redistricting where it hurt David Bishop a lot, it actually helped me. Yeah. I but, see where in
0: 19 you actually carried more votes in the Fairview area are you, than Paul Griffin.
2: Yes. but And and the the sad thing is you cannot get all the votes into that district. There's 5,000 people have to vote. 5,000 people have to vote at that one precinct. And there's 20,000 people in the district, roughly, right? And 22,000 for everybody. So five, one-fourth of my population is in that voting precinct that holds about 20, 30 cars in the parking lot, which 14 of those will be filled by poll workers and, and people watching the polls. So it gets you down to six, and there's a road across the street. There's a grassy field across the streets you can park in. But... We have to get 412 people an hour through the polls in order for 100% to vote. So well, you're looking at 300 to get to 70%, which that voting precinct is usually 70%.
0: Well, on the bright side, yeah. it, it, you do have a hotly contested governor's race yes. that is motivating people to get out, I believe. Yes, it is. So you will have a lot of people, a lot, a lot of Madison County Republicans, going to get out there and vote. And you know, I can't imagine. I can't imagine a Republican voting for a Democrat, uh, supervisor. They're going to see that r and hopefully they're going to
2: just remember to turn the ballot back. over and, and check everything on the ballot. You mm-hmm. know, uh, look at, make sure you have, when you go into the polls, make sure you have the proper ballot. Cause in that, in that precinct, it is a split six, meaning there are six different ballots with six different sets of candidates on the ballots. And then like, uh, we have a split four in. uh, at the uh, armory, National Guard Armory, yeah. where David and both of us will be on the ballot, and you need to make sure you have the proper ballot. Chip, but,
0: what, are, what are you going to do day one?
2: Day one, I'm going to tell everybody we're fixing to do an emergency road fix on Yandel Road. It's, I mean, it's for safety's sake, it must be done immediately. You have all those people that are sitting in traffic right now there, and they're they're going to work, and it's not wide enough. I don't know what we can do about the width right off the bat, but we can at least get get the road to where it's safe for you to drive down it because the road is is awful. Then the other thing is we got – it ain't going to be a study. We have plenty of studies. We need to vote to go ahead and try to fix the flooding in Canton, and it would start with just clearing out the ditches from to back to the Big Black in the county is what truly always says that the county isn't doing their job and the city isn't doing their job. So – that's the first two things that need to happen. That's something that should be happen every, happening every day, anyway.
0: All right, I got a text here on the Guns of Gear text line. We'll stay anonymous, but he says, please ask both guys their views and plans on residential
2: development, especially on Yandell Road. Okay, my way of looking at Yandell Road is, you're going to have to stop developing for a little while until you get the road under control. You also have to. Know that when you build a new neighborhood, you need to know where you're going to put the kids when they need to go to school. The school, I think they have one space for technically one more person. One more person is what uh, somebody told me. So you got to have room. You got to have a school plan. You got to have this plan. Buses, I I would hate to be on a bus driving down Yandel Road to carry them to school, but that is your biggest thing on Yandel Road. You got to stop things to fix things because they've let it get out of hand. And I mean, you got to go backwards to go forward. Short term loss, long term gain. Yes. Let's uh let's
0: look at some more text here. Man, they've been they've been pouring in. Um, um another business owner over there on Yandale texts in and says, uh, "Chip is spot on. I just came down Yandale. I have a busted shock on my three quarter ton Duramax from Yandale Road. Yep. And that, that's a business. That's a multiple business owner. Uh, yes. Over there, uh, Jerry says." Uh, I'm just kind of following here it's not just Butler Snow. Same reason they one million dollars to Rudy on on way out of for airport research. Forty five million paid by taxpayers for parking for Parkway North construction for landowners. Wonder if anyone on board owns land there.
1: Well, it's uh, what he's saying. There is is, is very true. Uh, a lot of wasted money uh, on, on roads and parks and things in the past. That that's one thing that we're going to fix. You know, even when we first uh, – I took the office the first time. The very first day that I sit up there on that chair, we fired Rudy Warnock and Mike Espy. The very – that was the very first thing we did because that was just bad leadership altogether. And that's going to happen when we get in oh, this Oh, yes.
2: Time. <laughs> day
1: one. We're going to go back in there and we're going to re- start rearranging the way this is supposed to be done. Now, we we, we voted out Mike Espy and Mike Unfortunately, guess what? Now he's back in. <laughs> so it didn't stop. So okay. some,
2: somebody's pockets weren't full,
1: so they brought him back. And the airport studies—that that airport study, like they were talking about—was wasted money.
2: There was two airport studies: one well, for Forty Three, and then one for North of Canton.
1: And that was the same <laughs> thing with the Reunion Parkway. The first time the, over the overpass, that was brought up a few years before I came up, came in office, and uh, millions of dollars got lost there. And nothing happened. They'd done the studies. They'd done all the stuff, and nothing ever happened, and nobody knows where the money went. That being said, when I did get in office, I said, that needs to come back up. We need that overpass for the infrastructure. we got to plan ahead. But this time, when we brought it up, we did something about it. It's an ongoing project right now to this day.
2: And what goes on in Madison County, and the and same in most of the Democratic cities, we put Band-Aids on it. Rather than plan ahead and go forward with the plan, I watch them have uh, people come before the board, and they pass stuff just just as quickly as it comes in and it's being spoken about for the first time. Then they listen to the concerned citizens after the fact. Uh, I think things need to slow down when it comes to that stuff, and I hate it. I hate that you that you say you got to slow things down, but. That's the truth. I mean, you need to have the citizens are involved in Madison County, especially on Yandel Road with the D.R. Horton Project and other projects uh, uh, where they're building the gas station out at Lake Carolina and this, that, and the other. People are speaking, and no supervisors are listening. Yeah, well,
1: I said the uh, the, the supervisors, uh, and I say so not all of them, the Democratic supervisors, they're not doing their due diligence. When they when, I, when somebody comes to them and says, I want to plan a neighborhood out there, And I want 1,300 homes. Well, what's the first thing that the supervisor should do? Well, first of all, can we hold 1,300 homes? Can it support that? And then if they find out, and that comes from the people that live out there. They're out there every day. So they should be asking the people about this. The people shouldn't have to come and tell them, no, this ain't going to work. You haven't done your due diligence, like the D.R. Horton. I don't know anything about D.O. Horton, but evidently he's got a bad reputation.
2: But, but they're also trying to put – they're starting with phase one, which is like two or three hundred houses, but and they want setbacks and this, that, and the other, and they're, they're yeah. going to figure out a way to make these all rental houses. But their original plan for phase one, phase two, phase three is 923 homes. Yeah. Well, I so, mean –
1: But again, the, the – the, the, uh, And this the, is off Yandell? Yeah, this is yeah. on a road that the can't super, take it. The supervisors just aren't doing – the, the Democrat supervisors aren't doing their due diligence. And when if they did, they're not listening to the people, just like he was talking about the uh, the gas station uh, there at uh, Lake Caroline. We know there's a process for everything, and if you don't follow the process, things just go awry and people get mad and start fighting. Uh, they wanting to put a, a a Dollar General or some kind of dollar store over here on Twenty Two by Damascus Baptist Church at mm-hmm. a bad, bad curve over there. Well. Nobody knew about. To when the people finally heard about, it, then they start complaining. But the property had already been sold, and a guy, a developer, always said he wants to build a dollar store there, and the folks knew nothing about it.
0: Is that the curve with the kind of the wishbone?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, be, why would you want to put anything there? Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying, and that's a very, it's, it's a hazard. But yeah. I'm saying is the, the people are trying to speak up, and the the uh, supervisors have to listen. I went to a meeting up there, and I tell people that. I say this a lot of times. I say, well, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Let's take a call. Okay. Hey, you on there, brother. Hey, uh, you guys talking about D.O. Hort Homes. Y'all need to, before they give any permits, they need to do some research on these guys because they have been buying back whole subdivisions in the Panhandle and the South
2: Alabama lately because the quality of their construction is absolutely terrible. Well, that's what I'm hearing. Also, I understand that, uh, you know, you're basically looking at two developers are are actually putting it in, and then they're going to buy all the lots. That's and, normally how they do it. And then they're going to finance the homes for the people in there. And then I also, what Kim Wade was telling me uh, when he was talking to us, that, you know, situation there is they will turn those into rental houses by foreclosing on anybody as soon as they're a day late. And by
1: what they from what I understand, what they do, and I may be wrong, I don't know, but I've known people down in South Alabama that have bought them, and what they do is they have their own mortgage company, but then they'll sell the mortgage to another bank.
2: Correct. I
1: haven't heard them carrying their own paper now. And, they may, but I don't think they
2: do. But the other side of that is they, they are looking for, uh, let's say, put it this way, anyone with any credit is going to be able to buy a house there. They want there's not a guideline. You're going to get your house. I'm coming. I'm coming (laughs) to Madison County. (laughs) All right, hey brother, I got to take a break, man. Appreciate you, Adam. All right, all
0: right. Let's take a break real quick. Come back with David Bishop and Chip Matthews, Madison County Supervisor candidates, District Four and Five. Get out and vote tomorrow. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show in studio here. We've got David Bishop. He's running for District 4 supervisor up there in Madison County against the Democrat. We've got District 5 supervisor candidate Chip Matthews. He's also running against a Democrat. If you're listening to this show, it's most likely you are not a Democrat. Guys, David, we'll start with you. Tell people why they should get out and vote for you.
1: Well, first of all, I'm a conservative Republican and what I call a, a conservative common-sense Government is what I'm looking for. Yes, sir. I do have the experience and the knowledge to be to be your representative up in the county. I do work for you. I do not work for me. Uh, you are my boss, and you can be assured when I get elected, your voice will be heard, just like your vote will be heard. That being said, was that with my experience and my knowledge, I said I'm a, I'm a, a Marine Corps veteran. Uh, I've been here since 1971 and a business owner. Raised two children here in Madison County. I know Madison County. I've seen it grow, I've seen the good and I've seen the bad. Well, all I want to do is fix the bad and keep the good going. so that's what I'll do when I get in office is to control the spending and work for you, the voter.
0: Now let me ask this real quick. Um, last time you beat banks he and you won by two votes, I mean he sued you for what would have had to been hundreds of thousands of dollars in just legal fees
1: actually for it, uh, for a job that pays how much. At that time, I think it was like 42 or something like that. Guys, I if that don't tell you all you need to know I, uh, about what's going on down at these board of supervisors. He sued us, uh, sued me for four years. My whole term, I was fighting Carl Banks for four years. And then it, it cost me a little shy of half a million dollars. For a job that pays how much again? About, then I think it was like $40,000 a year. And I tell folks, I'm not here for the money, trust me. Matter of fact, I, probably, I tell a lot of people that. Uh, I'm probably the only politician I know of that came out broke with him when he went in.
2: <laughs> you and Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, and his situation now, this time around, is he's got two lawyers in the family.
1: Yeah, I got <laughs> Now I got two lawyers in the family, so I, that, they can't help me. So. Uh, absolutely. Chip, uh, da- David, best of luck tomorrow. Appreciate you, buddy. District, uh, district 4. Yeah, please come out and vote, folks, and get your neighbors to vote with you.
0: Well, where, where is District 4 real quick? District 4 is at, <laughs> huh?
1: real quick. It goes from Canton to Florida, Florida, Jack. I mean, to. Uh, Almost the way to Jackson, okay. to Ridgely. Right.
0: Chip. Okay. Uh, got Chip Matthews. He's running for District 5. Right. Supervisor, Madison County.
2: And I have uh, got from Green Oak Road at 51 all the way back to Leak County, back to Holmes County, and back around to Hines County. It's, it's So I've got the largest land mass out there. And, of course, I have grown up in Madison County, lived here all my life, all these 61 years. And I'm going to get out and uh, get some things changed. And, I, of course, everybody knows that my story about fighting for Canton and fighting for everything. I will get out and get it done, and I'm going to win this election. And we're going to get flooding controlled. We're going to get the roads rebuilt. And Democratic dollars are, are Democratic policies in the uh dollar bill is all that's been running our county and it's not been going to where it needs to go the people have to be back in charge people need to take control of their their block their city their county their uh congressional district and their state it goes in that order in order to make change and then if we can do that to mississippi as a whole then the next step is to help the rest of the country do what they need to well, do.
0: look, Elon Musk had, I'm sorry, Joe Rogan had Elon Musk on right. last week, and he talked about George Soros and kind of figuring out this return on investment for controlling local elections versus statewide even or national or presidential. Yeah, He said the money isn't about finding people to change the law. It's finding the people who will enforce it. Or just not enforce the law. Right. Say, you know, thought, like these DAs and these crooked border supervisor folks and all this stuff.
2: Elon Musk, I mean, he—he's I'm, I'm glad he said that because he, he's saying exactly what we've been saying. He says that you can take, uh, let's say, you can take a million dollars and give it to a presidential campaign, or you can take a million dollars and buy a whole state of uh, uh, just the local governments this the, you can one buy, or two.
0: you can buy an entire county yeah Thanks.
2: buy an entire county or just control of that county
0: and and you take a you take a a bright red county and you put put enough money into it the wrong way you can turn things blue real quick
2: yes and and it makes no sense that Mississippi is a red state, and in our local elections purple we have lots of blue just blue blue cities yeah. And it's because we don't stay back and forth. And the yeah, the purple the purple need everybody needs to be held accountable. So when you go to vote, don't let this be yeah. the last time you think about the guy that you voted for in four years. Pick up the phone and call him all the time. Pick up the phone and call him and make him do what he's supposed to do. All these people need to show up at these supervisors meetings. There's one this morning that I'm going to at nine o'clock, uh, this morning and I will be in there fighting for uh making sure we're going to have a fair election. But uh, you got to get out and vote. David needs your support. I need your support. You need your support. That's more important. You need to get out and vote to help your quality of life in Madison County. And if you live in District 1, 2, or 3, you need to call somebody that lives in 4 or 5 because we all know everybody. We're all friends. We're all neighbors. Make sure they get out and vote. And that's the same way in every county, in Rankin County, everywhere. Make sure... Conservative values are being pushed in every county in the state. Thank you, Chip
0: Matthews, District Five. David Bishop, District Four, Madison County. Guys, get out and vote. Thank you, guys, for coming in. I'll be back here for a whole another hour. Right back. Thank you, Clay. Yep.